from Melbourne and Minneapolis. This is for Christ's sake. at the Mallory Path Labs at 3. The first man I ran into was Weston, who was looking tired. He gave me a lopsided smile of greeting. Speaking of greetings, welcome to uh, A Case of Need. This is uh, one of the many episodes focused on Michael Crichton's uh, fourth novel of that name. Not that he wrote three other novels of the same name, but his fourth novel was called A Case of Need. And it was written under the pseudonym Jeffrey Hudson. My name is Hugh. I'm joined by Hunter. We each of us have uh, a signature snack and signature drinks. You've got some shit I always forget. A gimlet and uh, a crusty old bit of bread. I don't know. And I've got salt and vinegar chips, coffee you idiot. and apple. Well, what is it? Salt and vinegar chips. That's right. What did we just said it five seconds ago? <laughs> I was thinking of um, Barry's personality and I was thinking he's a bit crusty. So that's, that's why that uh, leapt to mind. But anyway, what are we doing here? Uh... It's the beginning of a new week, even though uh, we recorded these podcasts uh, in a marathon 10-episode session. We've staggered the release, so it's probably the beginning of a new week when this comes out. So we should explain what the hell this book about is in general. What? So we should explain what the hell this book about... So we should explain what the hell this book is about in general. That's what I wanted to say. We didn't do that last time. Well, we should have. Uh, it's about this guy named Barry. He's trying to solve this case about his friend who's an abortionist and there's a dead girl. And that's All right. So what happens in this chapter? Um, let's see. So he goes to the lab and he meets Weston. Weston's like, you know, these, these things are whack. Uh, looks like a bunch of her organs are kind of shriveled up. Maybe she had a tumor. He gives him a box of slides to uh, examine, and he wants uh, Barry's opinion. Yep. And then he goes to Weston's office and uh, kind of politely disagrees about his diagnosis. He thinks he's he's got to the bottom of it. Weston's like, "Yeah, I thought I thought like you as well, but but nah." Yeah. Seems a bit evasive about Seems it. Weird. I uh, don't like want to testify. The diagnosis, yeah, because because basically hyperthyroidism. As he says at the end of the chapter, a courtroom is nothing more than a very civilized war. How about that? Mm. Very smart. Get that on a t-shirt. Yeah. Alright, trivia. <laughs> the crowd is Let's test your wits to 
boxes or sorry how many slides are in karen's slide box 30 nice what time does barry arrive at the mallory pass lab uh, come on man um what do you mean come on man uh three what time did you say three three Yes, I, I, it was the title of the chapter and one of the words that I said in the introduction as well. And I, I, I kind of zoned out, I'm not going to lie. I'd prefer it if you just lied and said you were hanging on my every word. I was hanging on your every word, but I'm just too stupid to remember things. There we go. Wasn't so hard. Off you pop. Um, what kind of pipe does Weston smoke? A briar pipe. Nice. Are you ready for this one? I am. Just swallow some apple. How many slides in total were in the box of slides that Weston gave Barry? 30. You got it, my friend. My final question to you is, just continuing the softball ones, what is the most common cause of blurred vision, according to Weston? Tiredness. Okay, I'll give it to you, I guess. Why are you hesitating? Well, it says lack of sleep, but I guess I can accept tiredness. What type of pipe was Weston smoking in his office? A briar pipe. Nailed it, bro. No. You're on the ball. All right, goodbye. Goodbye.